What's going on, everybody? Welcome out to the Game Time Guru Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and uh, we want to give a shout-out to Church of Rad Studios here. Conrad Jeffrey's been gracious enough to uh, allow us to record in his studio. We wanted to get some mics in front of us, and today um, we're bringing back Jeff Harward, who was here with me last year, uh, talking a little bit about rugby in the Tri-Cities. Um, now we're going to get a little follow-up on what you've been up to, because a lot has changed, right, Jeff? A lot, yeah. A lot has changed. So last year on the show we talked about how you had built up the tri-cities rugby club and just to give you a little insight ever since that so we talked about the sport of rugby and the growth of rugby and how it was one of the fastest growing sports in the country mm-hmm. you educated me and my listeners on the mlr okay right. i actually then went to the mlr chart started researching some of the players got one of their players from nola gold on my show his name is matt Workin. now he plays for new york and uh had him on my show because i was like okay this is cool i started following it more um Super intriguing. So just so you know, like that show, just inter- interviewing you and being educated on the matter allowed me to have other opportunities to reach out because I was like, this is intriguing. And then I became a fan of the sport of rugby. So I'm excited Sweet. to have you on the show, man. So since then, what? Uh, so you're no longer living in the Tri-Cities, right? Right. Yeah, I'm here uh, back in town, grew up in Meridian. Um, so just back, back in town again, yeah. Okay. So you grew up in Meridian. And you had this opportunity come about uh, to, to coach rugby here, but it's not for men's, it's for women's, right? It's for the girls, right? Correct, yeah. It, was this program existing before you got here? Yeah, it was. It had been around for a little while. Um, What's a little while? Oh, I mean, I think it's been around probably four years. Maybe, okay, okay. Three or four years before I got here. Um, but I, I think it was lacking in attention on the girls' side. Okay. So they they didn't really have a set coach for the girls okay they kind of had people fill in here and there so um when they asked me to come out and coach i was like yeah let's do it you know full okay. on so it's it i was gonna take over the girls program so what were some of the difficulties that you experienced did you have any like trouble like because here we go it's here's the reins you got them run with it but from a head coaching perspective from what you were doing in the tri-cities compared to coaching at a high school program what's the differences in that regard uh, well, the program in Tri-Cities was, was the same age group. Okay. High school, age, freshman through senior. The Obviously, the biggest difference was it was girls, not boys, right? But the biggest difficulty I had really was just the first interaction of coming into this program completely cold. I'm from here, but, I mean, shoot, it's been 10 years since I lived here. Yeah. So there's not a lot of people in the age group now that – you know, I would know or, you know, anything like that. So coming into the program, kind of having a parent meeting and a player meeting and just trying to get them to know who I am, you know, essentially trust me right? with the program. I think that was the most difficult thing for me was to get everybody to just know what I'm about. Okay. You know? Did you have to hire any assistant coaches and stuff? Like, how does that work? Um. I did have an assistant coach. Uh, his name's Mitch Castro. Okay. Um, so the first program I got asked to coach was for West Ada School District. Okay. Last year, the West Ada School District, first district in the nation to sanction rugby, period, in the entire nation, ever. And it was girls sevens okay. in the fall. So um, I actually put an application out to all the high schools in West Ada, and Rocky is the only one who called me. And I went in, I interviewed with the AD, he offered me the position, and he said, you know, you can have as many assistants as you want, it just comes down to, you know, what the what the budget is. Right. Um, 
it's a sevens team, so it's a lot smaller, very manageable for one coach. But I thought, you know what? I need to have somebody who has been living here, who's been involved with Rugby Idaho the last couple of years. Right. Mitch has been here. He was actually involved in uh, um, the running of Rugby Idaho. He was like the the marketing director. Okay. And so I met him when I came here to do a coaching course, and uh, we kind of just chatted until I moved here and asked him to come out and help me. And he helped me during the, the seven season, and he'll be back this year again in the fall. So okay. um, I did have an assistant coach for sevens. In the spring, we went to 15s. And I coached for the first seven weeks by myself. And that was a little bit more tough because I had 28 girls. So Holy. I was coaching 20, 28 athletes by myself. So Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. So you started off with sevens. and you went, So it seems like you had 28 girls in the, the when you were playing 15s. So you guys have quite a bit of traction here. The girls want to play. Definitely. Okay. So I remember you telling me back like you were when you were introducing this in the Tri-Cities, um, you'd get a – different you get a variety of athletes right so you were telling me how like you get like wrestlers you get football players that are coming in there to play like uh what do you see with the i guess the demographic of this being girls now do you see them having backgrounds of a certain sport um or are these like the girls that typically don't go and play basketball or volleyball or the softball players or are you seeing a variety of different sports in there so it's funny that you mentioned those three sports in particular because i've got girls on my team right now um one of them has played volleyball for the last however many years right? okay. in high school. She played club volleyball. Like She was very, very, very committed. When it came to uh, coming out for rugby, she's been playing 15s in the spring, and she loved it. She wanted to play 7s. That conflicted with her volleyball. So it was kind of a, yeah, you can go to practices and then come to this practice, and I'll allow it. You know, I want them to figure it out. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and say, you need to play. If you're not here, it's done. Right. Given the opportunity. And uh, she loves rugby so much, dude. She said, you know what? I'm done with volleyball. And she actually just got invited to her second All-American camp for rugby. Really? Yeah. So okay. So she's good volleyball, at this. this. <laughs> dude, she's really good. Yeah. So I've got volleyball player. I've got a basketball player right now who starts for Rocky Mountain varsity basketball team. Um, a soccer player who's been playing, I don't know, the last 10 years of her life who is now transitioned over to rugby. So it is, you know, you want to come out and play and you know how to be physical and play hard. Anybody can come out. Dude. Okay. Do you, do you have um, interactions with any of the other coaches from those different programs, like the different sports? Cause nope. I'm wondering what their thoughts are <laughs> in regards to that. Cause it's always like the basketball coaches are n- nervous about the, the dudes playing football, like their, their main athletes playing football. Cause they don't want them to get hurt and vice versa. There's all these, like these multi-sport athletes. I'm just curious what the coaches would think of the girls going to play, play rugby. Now, do you remember a kid named Matt Creech? Yeah. Okay. So Matt was on my show a couple, a couple months ago talking about his experience coaching. He was the head coach of the year, five, a girls basketball coach of the year this year. Um, and, uh, I asked him about coaching girls cause this is a legitimate, you know, transition from from the men's game to the to the female game and the difficulties that you experience as a male head coach coaching girls is there anything that you could say like not necessarily just like i mean the athleticism i don't know if that's an issue but like as far as the coaching style what you are and are not allowed to do is there any difficulties you ran into or that you run into sometimes obstacles that you faced in regards to girls versus guys uh i wouldn't say obstacles is as much as it's just it's a it's a different coaching style. Okay. Um, How so? 
I'm trying to think of exactly how to put it. You just have to go about things a little bit differently. Okay. Um, I actually enjoy coaching girls more than I enjoyed coaching the boys. I loved coaching the boys. You know, I don't want to sit here and put them down. I'm sure someone, one of them will hear it sometime. So I enjoyed it, but I hands down 100% liked coaching the girls. Really? Yeah. And I never coached. I hadn't had an opportunity ever to coach girls before. The one thing that I think is probably the biggest seller for me is they are so grateful that you're there. Every time we went over something or we, you know, we coached something up and we talked to him after practice, they always said, thanks, coach. Thank you. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. You don't always get that out of boys. Yeah, you don't. You know, it's not the same mentality. And they also listen. <laughs> uh, they, I don't tell my wife that, though. <laughs> they do. They just, they you tell them to do something and they'll do it. But then they're like, oh, I see why you said that. You know, you don't. You don't get the same thing. It's a little bit uh, – boys are a little bit more stubborn when you say do this and they go, no, nah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Do, I'll do it my way until I figure it out. Oh, yeah, your way is probably better. Yeah, naturally, that's how we yeah. are as no, guys. There is – and I'm sure there are girls that have egos, but I'll tell you right now, that's the biggest thing I did not run into was ego. They came out, they wanted to learn, and they listened. And that I think that was the coolest part for me. You know, having them come out and actually want to be there. And they're like, I want to listen to what you have to say because I want to learn. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, One of the things that I I remember Matt Creech mentioning was like the cultural difference because like for basketball, it's a sport that's been around for a very long time. It's well known. And for guys, um, they grow up talking sports their whole entire lives and they grow up talking about basketball players and this and this and this since they're in the second grade. And then when they get into high school, like they, it's just a part of their culture. But for the girls, I guess what he mentioned for basketball was that's not what they did growing up. Like they started playing basketball, but they don't know the cultural background of basketball. So like there was a difference there. Like he couldn't, I guess, quote certain coaches, so to speak, or certain players like Larry Bird. They didn't know who Larry Bird was like right. stuff like that. Like just the little cultural differences there. But I guess with rugby, it's newer, quote unquote, like it's an evolving sport for both ends as far as guys and girls. So I guess it wouldn't be, in my opinion, I don't think it would be too hard for them to, they're like all about the same level, I should say, in regards to their understanding of the sport and stuff, because it is newer and it's growing in the United States specifically. So, um, I want to know, that sounded weird. So I want to know, uh, your, your experience so far, how, how long have you been coaching? Has it been a full year now? It has been a full year. Okay. Full year. You did sevens, you did 15s. How did you guys do how did how did the program do once you took it over so um sevens we went to the semifinals of the district championship okay which was awesome to see um <clears throat> you know you always get some injuries and you, you got to be deep in your roster and last year in sevens we we weren't super deep in our roster so okay and I think it was just the first year because it was the very first year West State had ever done it, right? Okay. So every team had the same problem. Some teams didn't have enough for a JV. Some teams did, but half our varsity played on the JV. So it was really tight, you know. Uh, but they did really well. I mean, they picked it up. A lot of the girls that came out had played 15s before. Some of them never played rugby before ever. And they came out and played, which was awesome. Um so it's crazy. It's been one year, but I've actually coached three different teams in the in that year so far. 
So how long does the season last specifically? So <clears throat> rugby is interesting, right? Yeah. Because it's pretty much all year. Okay. Okay. When you get into the, the adult club leagues, they have a fall season and they have a spring season. So, and then they have sevens during the summer. Okay. So you really don't ever get a break. Right now in Idaho in the spring, it's 15s and it's club sport. And then during the summer, you have, you know, some traveling tournaments and sevens. And then in the fall, now we have sevens sanctioned by the district. And then during the winter, we have tournaments that we go to. Like this last year, we went to Vegas to the Las Vegas Invitational, right? Which is the tournament that's played when the international sevens circuit comes to the United States. Okay. Which is pretty sweet. That is pretty sick. So we literally, there's a couple girls that played sevens with me and pl- have played all year long until now. So they never get it's it's a literally a year round sport. It is literally year round. If if you want to travel, if you want to really be seen, I've got girls right now that are being looked at by Harvard, Stanford, um a girl got an offer to Life University. And Life doesn't seem that big. A lot of people don't know what that is, but they are huge in collegiate rugby really they're national champions year over year so you have been coaching some athletes dude see and that's the thing i don't want to sit here and say since i came in right these girls are the ones that put the work in and all i do is facilitate practices you know send out some information to coaches but it's all the girls man they're the ones doing all the work that's super cool man and okay you mentioned vegas talk about vegas what okay go down to vegas talk about that experience like what that was how you guys did Tell me a little bit more about that. So a lot of the – there's tournaments throughout the year. Um, like in the beginning of August, I'll be taking a, a sevens team down to Salt Lake City okay. for a sevens tournament, which is similar to the one that was in Vegas. So these tournaments are centered around people who want to play rugby at the next level, right? There's scouts there from colleges. USA Rugby is there. You know, the All-Americans coaches, everything like that. And uh, I got asked to coach um, a local academy team and pretty much bring the girls that played with me over to the academy. We had quite a few other girls try out, and it just so happened that, you know, most of the girls that really were committed and stuck around were the girls that I coached originally. Um, We went down there, and out of 28 teams, we took fourth. Okay. And the cool thing about that is all these teams that travel are big academies. Right, and they pick people from across the states and say, "Hey, we want you to come play for us. Meet us there. We'll practice for five days, and you know, then we'll be in the tournament." So these aren't just, you know, thrown together teams. They're elite athletes yeah. that get picked across the country to come out, you know, and do these tournaments. And it was pretty sweet for the first time taking a girls' team ever from Idaho down there. There was another program as well that that took a, a girls' team down there. And uh, they were actually the ones that beat us in the. Oh no, kidding! Time. But where are they? Are they from the valley here in Boise? Or are they from? Yeah. Oh, okay, it's called Toa. So it's it's uh, rugby Idaho's all star team. Okay. So it was their first time ever taking a team down, and uh, I got asked to coach this other academy. So we took a team down, and and we competed. It was awesome, you know. And people started realizing, oh man, these uh, Idaho, you know, these Idaho teams are pretty legit. The boys. Uh, academy team that went down that was part of my academy they took it they won the tournament that's so sick yeah dude 
okay, it's cool to see the growth. So you were in Washington originally. Okay, the growth started to go. Like, I've actually been keeping an eye on Tri-Cities Rugby, like, just since you were – and my wife's from there, so that's obviously I have a little connection there. And I kind of yeah. try to keep an eye on it to see what's going on over there. You were the beginning of that. Like, you started that growth. Here, you're starting to be part of this growth in Idaho, and I think it's super sick. Um, it's interesting that rugby does the academy-style stuff and the traveling teams. I didn't know that until just recently. And so it's similar to basketball. Like, they've got club teams, and they they play all year round. If you re- High school is one thing for basketball. Like, you play in high school season, but, like, the, co- the, the scouts don't look at high school season. They look at your travel teams. They put the elite athletes together. They go mm-hmm. and travel. High school means nothing, and everybody around here knows that. The high schools around here – it's to win a state championship, but the true athletes play on a traveling team together and they go and they play in, in cities like Vegas. They go to bigger cities and they, and they play around with the elite athletes and that's how they get their growth. Yep. Now tell me how those, those style of tournaments are ran for rugby though, because in basketball you'll play three, four times a, a day, full games. Uh, how does the rugby style work for that? Is it similar? So it depends on if it's a 15s tournament or a sevens. Tournament, okay. Right. 15s in this age, you get two uh, 35 minute halves for 15s right okay and you can only play a certain amount of time during the day so sometimes at the tournaments they'll actually lessen it to like 22 minutes so you can play more than one game in a day you can't go past i think it's 90 minutes in a day at this age for the high school kids you can only play a certain amount of rugby right okay but for sevens the games are only 14 minutes oh really you can play three or four matches in a day you know and then come out the next day and do the same thing but it's it's a little bit different than basketball, obviously, right? You're getting yeah. hit. You're, you're getting, getting hit. Tackled. It's physical, man. It's much more physical, and it is. I mean, the basketball court, yeah, it's good size. I'm talking a, a full size rugby pitch. What? How? Seventy meters wide, hundred meters long. Yeah, that's a lot of space to be running with just six other people on your team, oh, right? Dude. You're you're running five six miles, you know, in a match easily. So that's disgusting. Again yeah. and again and again. That's a lot of running, especially in Vegas. It's hot. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So hot. So they go a couple days at a time for that. Like how does how does yeah? The tournament so run? usually the tournament runs. Um, oh, sorry, I got off track. Oh, you're question, fine. This is but, good discussion. That's what um, I want. Yeah. So the tournament runs a lot of the times. The first day will be bracket play. Okay. And, and then we'll go into um, based on the first day, you know, where your seat is and everything, and then we'll go into elimination play. So it's usually two, three days, depending on how many teams are going to be there. Like uh, we're going down to Salt Lake, like I said, the beginning of August, and it's going to be a two-day tournament, Friday and Saturday. So the Friday we'll go down, we'll do our bracket play, our pool play. Saturday is when we get seated and we start elimination rounds. Okay. So What's the tournament in Salt Lake? What's that called? Um, It is called the um, NAIs, so the North American Invitational. Okay. So there's teams from all across the country. There's actually, I think there's going to be a couple teams there this year from out of the country. I think Costa Rica. I think there's going to be a South African team there. I, I mean, they're big tournaments. It's you know, it's this not like sick. it's not like the baseball tournaments we used to go to when we played Cal Ripken baseball. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah. oh yeah, five or six teams come from Idaho and then Utah. Teams coming from New York, Florida. Um, there's some good academies over there. There's one big academy in Arkansas um, that kind of flowing into that. I, I got invited to come out to do an apprenticeship uh, for coaching, and I'll be there for a week down in Arkansas. When's that? Um, the week, not next week, but the week after. So April or, excuse me, 
July 13th through the 21st, I'll be there. Okay, dudes. You get a lot of opportunities, man. In yeah. the last year, a lot has come about, especially for you, and that's that's awesome, man. Now, I wanted to ask you this question. So the the, the team you took was an academy down to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so briefly, is that academy still running? Um, like, you still coach that team? I'm not still coaching the team. Um, we we parted ways. Um, I'm not sure if they're still going. If they still have teams, okay. I, I know most of the girls that were on it with me in Vegas aren't on it anymore. So. Okay. Who are you taking down to Salt Lake City? Then, like that. What's this program? So this is going to be the first time ever Rocky is going to have uh, the Rocky Club which is the 15s club, right? It's not affiliated with the school, technically. Okay. We are going to put a sevens team together from that club. So it'll be the first time ever they've had a sevens club going. Oh, cool. So we're we're going down as um, Rocky Rugby Football Club sevens, essentially is what cool. we're going as. So we're going to be, you know, we'll have the Rocky logo and everything like that, Rocky colors. We actually uh, ordered our own kit and everything, which is going to be pretty sweet. Uh, girls get to keep it, got their name on the back. Who, who are you guys going through to order that stuff tight. through? Do you, you want to give a shout out to whoever that is? Look good, uh, feel good, play good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, they look good. It's a. It's called Titan Rugby. Okay. Um, and I believe he's at a. He's at a Utah. Um, one of the guys, one of the board members in our club, is usually the one who does the ordering and stuff like that. So okay, he's kind of taking that over. But it is Titan Rugby. Shout out Titan Rugby. Yeah, they're right. legit. They got. They got. I mean, everything custom you can get when it comes to kit, balls, anything like that. That's so, so dope. I yeah. love uh, – dude, I'm a, I'm a sucker for good uniforms, dude. Like, you know, football, you got to have the visor. You got to have the arm sleeves in basketball. You got to have the tights. You know what I mean? It's like yep. you look good, feel good, play good. And, the, and if you're a professional, you get paid good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm all for yeah. that. Shout out Titan Rugby. Yep. Okay, man. So you have grown immensely in this last year. This is insane to, to hear you. And the sport has continued to grow. The sport has continued to grow. Now, real quick, briefly educate us on 15s and 7s. You talked about this last year on my show. I want you to educate us one more time. The The main difference, obviously, there's less players. What is the main rule differences, though, in 7s and rugby's, or is there? 7s and 15s, sorry, in rugby. Yeah. Uh, most of the rules are the same. Okay. So you pl- Scrums? Yeah, you do still really? have scrums, but you only have three forwards. Okay. So you have a hooker who's in the middle and two props. Right, you say a hooker and a prostitute. I, <laughs> That's awesome, man. It's literally what I thought yeah. you were going for. You always, you always get a good smirk or smile when the first time you say hooker. You know, yeah. yeah. My niece, on a side note, my niece played for the first time this year in the spring. Oh, dope! And she loved it. And of course, her position was hooker. Right. <laughs> the first thing she does is come home and and tell my sister, "Guess what, mom? Guess what my position is?" And my sister says, "What?" And she says, "I'm a hooker." Yeah. <laughs> The the Mom blank talk. mom's like no no more <laughs> the blank stare from my sister was was priceless um, <laughs> but yeah so in sevens you still have scrums it's just everything is fast 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 right fifteens everything uh, you let it set up right you, the ball flows people get in their positions and then you run your stuff with sevens it's quick you got to pass the ball and you got to run a lot more step. Um, so a lot more juking people, less contact. Okay. Essentially all the rules are still the same way shorter games and it's way faster pace. 
Okay. I don't like much. I don't like fast pace. <laughs> I'm not a fast pace guy. That that's the that's going to be the biggest difference and you have to have just wicked I mean you got to have wicked cardio period to play, but when it comes to sevens, you're spread out. You know. And, oh yeah. And it, it comes down to you stepping one person and you got to try on your hands and you fumble up or your legs give out because you're tired and it's like oh yeah, yeah. Didn't uh didn't run enough before yeah. the match, you know. That sucks, dude. You got to run a lot. Okay, okay. So that's it's a lot more individual. It's essentially like doing a like a skelly drill. Yeah, you know, football seven on seven. It's the exact same thing. Um, so when you got the ball, everyone's watching. When you pass the ball, everybody's watching. You know. So sevens is more of a skill game. Yeah. It's uh. So are you gonna see typically like from your fifteen squad? Uh, typically the more skilled positions, athletic positions coming in there, obviously, um, to play those. So you get a. Yeah. It's it's the skill. It's like the wide receivers coming in, like you said, in sevens for right. football and just going. It's not you don't have the linemen. Yeah. So you'll have more backs that come out for sevens. You get uh some forwards because you always need a big man. You you always need someone out there who's just a bruiser. Yeah. You know, like on the USA sevens team, they got Danny Barrett. If you haven't seen Danny Barrett play, look him up as soon as you listen to this show because he's a freaking beast. I Shout mean, out Danny Barrett. Dude, he would run over four, five guys and then, you know, easily just, oh, pass the ball off to one of the other guys and let him score. But he's a beast. Okay. It, it's fun right. to watch, dude. All right. Fun I, to watch. I always see this is the thing. You you educate us, I go back and I listen and I, I I pay attention to what you say and I try to educate myself a little more. All right, Jeff. So are you playing at all anymore? Or are you done with the playing days? What are you doing? Are you one of those coaches that just hung them up? You know, I have back and forth and back and forth. I've talked to the girls about it. I've talked to Mitch, my assistant coach, about it. Um, I thought about playing in the fall with Boise United. That's the the club here, and I don't know yet. It's it is unofficial whether I'm going to do it or not. The the we're time supposed, we're I've supposed gotten to call way, it out right here on the show. I've gotten way less time. So since we last spoke, had a baby. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, thank you. He's about seven months old now, which just means he's getting into things now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the I have way less time on my hands. Uh, I already catch enough flack from my wife <laughs> I totally being understand. gone. I got a full-time job and then I got a second full-time job with rugby essentially. So I get that. I yeah. can't even play city. I, I go city league basketball and softball at the same time during the summer. And that's two nights a week. And that's already hard enough on my family. So I get it, dude. That's a lot going on, but Hey, I'd like to see you play. Um, do you keep up on any of the teams you played for back in, uh, Washington? Like, um, Sarah, was it? Saracens. Saracens, okay. Yeah. They want to mispronounce it, so I just stopped. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched some of their matches. They're still pretty good. Um, it is much it, – it's a little bit different than when I played up there, um, to be honest, because they do have the MLR team up there. Yeah, the Seawolves. So it is the, – the Saracens are still really good. They play great rugby, but I think it's just – it's a little bit more geared towards getting in with the Seawolves. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I played with the Saracens, it was the highest level you could play. Yeah. So that's where people were wanting to go. Now people are wanting to go next level. Yeah. So you you see the talent come through, um, but a lot of it is coming from out of state now. Totally. You okay. Know? So they're getting people from New York and other the other side of the, the states to come over and play. For sure. Yeah. So – 
Okay. Well, I guess that's a, a testament to the, the growth of the sport, though. I mean, they've got a professional team in Seattle now. Like, that's that's huge that the MLR is there, and the MLR is still going, and they're continuing to grow. And they're, I mean, that's I guess that's a good thing in a sense. Kind of hurts the clubs, like you said, like those those club teams and stuff. But um, it is showing that the the sport is growing. Have you paid attention to the MLR at yeah. all? Who's your favorite team? Uh, I got to go with the Seawolves. You're going Seawolves. I mean, I I know quite a few of the players on the team because okay. I played with them at, in the Saracens before okay. the Seawolves were around, which is always sweet to see him, you know, playing yeah. on the TV like, oh, he's played with that guy, you know. Um, but, yeah, the and they just they took the, the plate again this year. So two years in a row now, MLR champions, and that game, okay, if you haven't seen the match between the Seawolves and the San Diego Legion, which was for the championship, it was the most intense, came down to the last second. Really? The last second. I'm not going to tell you what happens because I want you to watch it. Dude, but, I didn't pay attention to the final dude, of it. You gotta, I, was, I was keeping dibs on it because Matt Workin was with the, the New York squad, so I was kind of watching their whole thing, but I did not see the end. Dude, you, you got to watch the game. And it like you're going to watch the whole game thinking, oh, my gosh, what is going to happen at the end? But you've got to watch the whole thing. It's intense. I'm not going to tell you what happens. Well, I already know the you outcome. You know they win, but I'm not telling okay, you how. Okay, okay. I'll have to pay because I'm actually you, excited about you, going to watch you this. You watch it now, and you're going to be like, how the freak did they do that? How did they pull that off? It's going to be awesome. I'm okay. Excited. I'm excited for you to watch it. I want to go catch a Warriors game. So down in Salt Lake, or not Salt yeah. Lake, it's Harriman. But uh, I think it's Harriman. If I'm not mistaken. It's right outside of Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, they were awful this year um, record-wise. But I was told they have, like, one of the best players in the league. This Their team is not top-notch but it's you know they're polys down there man and they're they're big boys out there playing playing rugby so i want to go catch one of their games um from everyone i've talked to in utah that cover either the the jazz uh, the utes for for football and then as well as they they they're now covering the the warriors for uh, rugby they all say that the rugby matches are amazing they're like so much like i mean they only got three to five thousand people at the games but they say it's so much fun like it's such an intense sport and so much fun yeah the atmosphere at at rugby matches is always awesome have you ever been to a um, professional soccer match i haven't i would love to okay that's a so it's 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 always intense soccer fans are crazy right and you get those fans in rugby but Honestly, the thing about rugby that I love most, and I think I talk, talked about this the last time I was on the show, is what rugby is about is about coming out here. If I'm on the field with you, I'm going to smash you in the mouth, and when we're done, you know, I owe you a drink. It's a respectful yeah, game. It's you know, classy, you said before. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, good job. Hey, well done, and I'll see you next time. And that's what it's about. That's what it should be about. So when you get, um, you know, fans off the field – fighting and rioting for soccer matches you don't normally see that when it comes to rugby i think there's a little bit more respect involved and i'm not trying to put anybody down to play soccer i'm not a huge fan of soccer i have huge world cup is literally going on right now for women and you're going to destroy this sport i'm I'm not a soccer person i've got i've got respect i've got respect for the athletes that play soccer because you have to be in incredible shape to play soccer okay i get it but <laughs> that doesn't itself. mean that doesn't mean I enjoy watching the sport anymore at all, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, and, and you just, you see the difference. I mean, there's stuff all the time that I see. I follow a lot of rugby pages, obviously on Facebook and there'll be like memes or pictures, whatever of soccer players yelling at the ref, yeah. getting in their face, you know, trying to push them. And like, 
I, I've seen people get upset at rugby matches, but never, ever get in the face of the of the sir, right? Because that's what you call him yeah. in rugby. Um, if you're going to be penalized, you better take it like a man. And you go sit off the pitch for 10 minutes, and then you can come back. You know, you don't cry and moan, oh, I didn't do it. You say, okay, shake his hand, you walk off the field. So you know? you're telling me, though, that you don't have bad calls that piss you off? Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that like, at dude, all. Especially as a coach now, dude, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> there are some times when I wish I could have a minute with the sir and be like, are you watching the same game as me? But you just don't, right? Especially as a player. That's the first thing I preach to all the girls that come out. Respect. You have respect, you can stick around. You don't have any respect, see you later. I like that. That's, I do remember you talking about that, the respect like classiness of the sport. It's a bloodbath out there, but it's actually not. It's that's it's a hard fought match and then you have the respect for each other and for the entire sport. The whole community is respectful and I think it's awesome. Now Jeff, to wrap it up, I want to know like you've had all this growth, okay? The the girls program's growing. Where are we going to see you in a year from now? Cuz a year ago, holy cow, like from then to now, like all that's happened, where do you expect for your, your girls program to go? Where would you like to see it go? Where would you like yourself to be in your progression as a coach and or player potentially, if depending yeah. on if you play? Well, I want to know what, you, what we should be expecting when I have you on the show next time when we, we talk like progression. Well, what I want to see, um, I mean, next spring, I want to be state champions. Okay. Obviously. I mean, we were this close. We were in the semifinals this year of being state champions we went d1 they've only ever been d2 that's a big thing i didn't talk about rocky was only in ever d2 okay um, we proved so much in sevens this last year you know that we can play and there's athletes that they put us in d1 and we competed okay you know, it, it wasn't like a, a big step up for us um i mean it was a big step up in gameplay but we proved that we belonged totally so 15s, I want to be state champs, hands down. That's what we need to do. Sevens, which is in the fall, um, district champs. I mean, that's as high as we can go right now because nobody else fields rugby teams except West Ada. Okay. So district champs, um, I want to go to Vegas next year and take it. So we took fourth. We can definitely do that. In a month, uh, I want to go to the NAIs in Utah, take that too. So. I want to be as successful as we possibly can in every program that I'm involved with. Um, long term, I want to bring an academy like they have in Seattle, in Arkansas, here. Yeah, I, I want Boise, Meridian to be a place that people go, oh, man, I, I need to be there. I, I need to go. You know, they have high school uh, programs over there. They go for three weeks at a time go through what it's like to be completely involved and engulfed in rugby totally. and then come home. I want that here. Hands down. I don't see why not. Why couldn't, why couldn't it be a possibility? I'm telling you that, that we, we know we have high caliber athletes here, both boys and girls. If you put together an Academy for both boys and girls, I'm telling you right now it would explode and it is ramping up. I told you last time I was here, now's the time right i said everything's building it's gonna get big yep and and what happens west ada comes through they sanction it we get this big national news story about being the only district in the united states to ever sanction rugby that was a big deal right 
Now we want other people in the state to do the same thing. We want Boise involved. We want Northern Idaho involved. We want a state championship in sevens. You know, that's the goal. Dude, it's not that far away. Like it's, you talk, it's like, really not. You say these big things. It's not that far away. One year ago, this wasn't all there. Now it's starting to grow and grow and grow. And the crazy thing is, the more successful that you are, and the more that you keep pushing towards these successful, you know, ventures, winning championships, whatever. The more eyes that are on the program, the more girls that want to become involved, guys as well, if they're being successful too. The, the more the sport continues to grow. Um, right. I'm excited. I got a shout out for the Rocky Boys and 15s. They won the national title this year. Did they really? Yeah. So they went down to Utah and won the, the high school national championships. You want to know why? I can tell you right right now. That I get school, the goosebumps when I say that. That dude, school, though, Rocky out. Mountain. See, you have to show some some allegiance to them because you coach there. That school wasn't around when I was in high school. They take something is in the water. <laughs> I kid you not. There is steroids in the water at every one of those kids' houses. They are their whole basketball team, even their bench, were all over six foot four. I had never seen that big of a basketball team in my entire life, so that does not surprise me that these monster kids are winning at any other sport. Like that's totally not even a surprise. So, just for the record, the Rocky team is not the biggest team. They don't have the biggest forwards out of anybody they played. But I will tell you right now, the boys' coach is a monster, and the boys respect him, and they run a lot. And they yeah, can no go and go and go and go. But it all comes down to the boys, the players, they respect their coach. And when their coach says something, they do it. And you will always have a successful program if that happens. If your players don't respect you, you're doing something wrong. Totally. If, if they don't listen to you, you're doing something wrong. You know. So Rocky is the ones with the target on our back. I'm, the boys, for sure, they've been state champions three years in a row, national champions this last year, and the girls are on their way. So um, it's definitely – it's going, dude. That's super it, it sick. It pumps me up. Pumps I me can up, tell. It's sure. super dope. Yeah. Any last words before we wrap this one up, Jeff? Anything that you want to talk about in regards to the sport of rugby uh, before we sign off? Um, no, man. It's just, it's exciting. There is a lot, um, a lot going on, not just here in Idaho, but – across the across the nation yeah um you see there's tons of athletes coming over from the nfl man and they're trying to make the usa team you know you got tons of people going to camps um trying to put stuff on um saul wuching you know who that was no. he so he played for u-dub and he was a huge star there he had opportunity to go to the nfl contracts whatever you know what he said i'm good man i'm gonna play rugby Oh, that's dope. He turned turned it down so that he could play, and his ultimate goal was to play for the USA. Well, now he plays in the MLR, you know? So he's playing oh, professional sick. ball. It's just not football. Yeah. But you get athletes like that who want to come over and see, oh, man, this game is freaking awesome. And for I sure. still get to smash people, and I still get to run the ball, and I still get to step people, but I get to do everything all at once. You yeah. Know? So, um, no, it's just exciting, man, and, and it'll continue to grow. And uh, hopefully in the future I'll be able to be on the show again. And then I'll be, oh, able we'll to, be having you back on. I'll be able to get a shout-out to the uh, uh, academy that we have opened up here. But don't know what it's going to be yet, but we will. It'll be there, and you'll have a ring for, for winning championships. <laughs> and I can't wait to get my own ring since I brought you on the show, and <laughs> I feel like I'm part of it. Now, this is the first time we've been able to have a follow-up. I've never actually had a follow-up interview um, with a, a – 
previous guests. So I'm glad that I got to bring you on. So thank you for, for joining us today. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. For sure. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.